Okay, top of the morning to you. My name is Mike. This is the FBTV podcast. Kind of running a little late today, but you may not know that. Depending on uh, when you listen, when you tune in, when you uh, hit the play button. FBTV podcast, we get together every Wednesday, 30, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour. We talk about things relating to the transportation industry. Trekking, freight brokering, all kinds of uh, things, transportation related. Plus, we talk about other things as well that has nothing to do with transportation, as you will see. We are in October, and it's starting to feel like fall. If you missed it yesterday, Tuesday, October 4th, we uh, drop a YouTube video. Wednesday, it's our fuel and spot rate update video. Tomorrow we have a topics video, and I have no idea what the topic's going to be tomorrow. But that will drop tomorrow morning. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, we ask that you do so. You'll find us on YouTube. Just do a search for Freight Broker TV. Today's topic, Q&As. We're going to be, uh, you know, most of the Q&As today pretty much focus on one thing. we got three here, and they're all focused on the one thing freight broker agents. So we'll tease that just for a moment here. Fuel prices yesterday, if you missed the YouTube video, I was just telling you about the fuel and spot rate update. Fuel prices, diesel is down and nickel, but expect it to go back up. Uncle Joe, Presby, seems he's not able to talk the people overseas into uh, pumping up production. Nope. Just saw that in the news a little bit ago. Expect prices to go back up. Diesel right now, on average, 484 a gallon. It's down a nickel from last week. AAA has it at 486. A year ago, 348. Two years ago, 239 a gallon. My, how times have changed. Gasoline, no joke there. I don't care where you are, you've seen those prices go up. Gasoline's up seven cents a gallon this week, up to three seventy-eight. AAA has it at three eighty-one. A year ago, three oh nine. Two years ago, two oh nine. Can you believe it? I can. I surely can. Hey, today, October fifth, it's balloons around the world day. Get funky day. <laughs> it's kale day. Yeah, the uh, green leafy vegetable. Kale. Matter of fact, uh, the superfood. I used to put it in juices. Still do whenever I juice. That mean green juice. Did you see that movie? I forget the name of it. He came back and did another one too. The first one is what started me. You know, I went out and bought a juicer, and hey, it really did help. Felt better. Dropped some weight. Problem is, it was a mess keeping up with it. You know how it goes. But I still, every once in a while, when I start feeling not well, yeah, I'll, I'll make a mean green juice, do a couple, two or three of those, and I don't know, it brings me back to life. It's pumpkin seed day, too. How about that, huh? Balloons around the world, get funky day, kale day. Pumpkin seed day. You know, kale, going back to kale, 
I've tried to eat that stuff, and uh, just no, it's just not happening. Kale salad, I mean, maybe a piece here and there in a salad, but the texture is not lettucey. Lettuce, lettuce. It's not like lettuce. Lettuce. I can't even say it. It's not like lettuce. It's it's it's. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. And I've even seen people try to fry it up. How do you fry kale and keep it healthy? I guess in olive oil, something. Maybe you bake it. I don't know. But anyway, it's cookie month. October is cookie month. We're going to be talking more about cookies here in a little bit. So get ready for that. All right. You've probably tuned in for today's impossible question. <laughs> today's impossible question Nearly 10% of people say this has happened to them on a first date. Nearly 10% of people say this has happened to them on a first date. What is it? I think the answer will surprise you. It's never happened to me. But, and I'm glad it hasn't. It'd be kind of embarrassing. I may have just given it away. We'll come back to that before we get done today. Having a birthday today. Happy birthday to you, McDonald's founder Ray Kroc. He was born on this date back 120 years ago, 1902. Did you see that movie? Michael Keaton played uh, Ray Kroc. Pretty good movie. I watch it occasionally. Movies like that interest me. They really do. Didn't really paint Ray in a pretty picture place, but uh, hey, it is what it is. Betty White's husband, Alan London. Past husband, I should say. Remember him from Password? Anyway, he was born in this state back in 1918. Bernie Mac, the Bernie Mac show, Ocean's 13. I really like that guy. He was born in this state back in 1958. Mario Andretti's son, Michael, he was born in this state back in 1962. He's 20 years younger than his papa. He's 60 today. This day back in history, back in 1921, 101 years ago, the World Series is broadcast on the radio for the first time. Yankees and the Giants, both teams out of New York, Giants won that series. This day back in 1969, those of you that are fans of Monty Python, the Flying Circus premiered on PBC TV. And on this day back in 1970, PBS becomes a television network. I guess it still is, but it's... Uh, I've watched some stuff on PBS. i tell you what I liked. We had on PBS here, I think it was Arkansas. It could have been Oklahoma PBS. The Red Green Show. Have you ever seen that? I think you're going to be able to find it on YouTube somewhere. Check it out. It's pretty funny. Red Green. All right. Newsworthy today. FMCSA. Well, we knew it had to happen. It had to happen. FMCSA proposes all interstate CMVs. Have electronic ID systems, of course. Big brother, George Orwell. <laughs> Federal trucking uh, regulators have issued a proposal that would require every CMV, commercial motor vehicle, operating in interstate commerce be equipped with an electronic identification system that would help inspectors better target high-risk motor carriers. I thought that's what the CSA was supposed to do. 
The advance notice of proposed rulemaking issued by the FMCSA went out last month, September 21st to be exact. It asked stakeholders their thoughts on several critical questions, including privacy and security issues, on how the agency should proceed on myriad technology challenges. The end goal of the proposal is to establish requirements that would enable safety officials to more efficiently and accurately spy on you. <laughs> I threw that in there. <laughs> accurately identify a vehicle, a vehicle's motor carrier record while moving via wireless electronic means, according to the notice. I thought that was uh, pre-pass. I thought that <laughs> CSA, all that fun stuff, it makes no sense. CVSA also launches new enhanced CMV inspection program. Get this for driverless trucks. The standard pre-trip is eliminated and driverless trucks will be able to bypass all way stations and avoid being pulled over for unplanned roadside inspections, except when an imminent hazard is observed or during a post-crash investigation. Well, let's just bend over for the guys doing the autonomous vehicles. CVSA details the new inspection procedure for driverless trucks for the new program. Rather than the driver conducting a pre-trip inspection, as is currently done for ADS vehicles, CVSA trained motor carrier personnel will conduct the enhanced CMV inspection procedure on selected ADS-equipped vehicles from their fleets at the point of origin before dispatch, as well as in transit inspections at a dictated interval throughout the trip. Once on the road, the ADS vehicle would be required to communicate to law enforcement while in motion at the past. The, uh, the origin destination inspection, its automated driving systems as a whole are functioning, and it is operating within its operational design domain operational design domain, those ADS vehicles will then bypass fixed inspection sites. En route, roadside inspections of ADS vehicles by law enforcement officials would be limited to situations where an imminent hazard is observed or during a post-crash investigation. In addition, all ADS vehicles must be able to respond to law enforcement should an officer attempt to pull over a vehicle. Any truck or trailer or commercial vehicle or commercial motor vehicle combination that fails the enhanced CMV inspection procedure at that point of dispatch must be repaired. CVSA says that the new inspection program also includes a 40-hour training program for motor carrier personnel. I don't know. This is just a nightmare. I, I've, I've said this ever since they started talking about autonomous driverless trucks out there on the highway. It's a nightmare. It's it's death on 18 wheels. Just, it's going to happen. I, it, this, I don't know. I've said it before. Do you, do you want to be in a car with your family and know that you are on the road with an autonomous truck barreling down the road at 70, 75, 80 miles an hour, weighing 80,000 pounds. No, I don't think so. I want somebody behind that wheel. I want somebody that can push the brake pedal. You know what I mean? That can turn the wheel. I like that one company, you know, that got busted, had that wreck 
autonomous vehicle decided to make a left-hand turn into the median or the median wall. There's a video on that. Then the company, I believe, tried to cover it up, didn't they? Anyway, they got in all kinds of trouble. Okay, here's one. And I can almost... <laughs> I, I this Well, I, I, I'll read the story, then I'll tell you about my story here in a moment. A man, I don't know how this happens, accidentally hitches 130 miles on the back of a tractor trailer looking for his wife. According to the uh, article, a man got a longer ride than he bargained for after hitching a ride on the back of a tractor trailer early this past Monday morning. The incident began in Wichita, Kansas, uh, October 3rd. According to the Guthrie news page, I assume this is Guthrie, Oklahoma. It could be Kansas, maybe. I don't know. Uh, according to the Guthrie news page, uh, 30-year-old Dustin Slocum hopped onto the back of a tractor trailer at a, sh a shipping yard in Wichita in hopes of finding his wife. Makes no sense, but okay. Weird place to look for your wife. <laughs> but the driver entered Interstate 35 without knowing he had a uh, tag-along. He had somebody on the back of his uh, truck, trailer. It wasn't until the Oklahoma-Kansas state line that motorists began calling police to report the man holding on to the back of the trailer. The trucker finally came to a stop around mile marker 178 near the Cimarron River Bridge after another semi and another vehicle continuously flashed their lights, alerting him to the situation. What, no CB? After the 130-mile ride, Slocum was found hanging on to the bars at the rear of the trailer. 130 miles, that's two hours, man. And told officers about his attempts to find his wife. And then he tried to get the driver to stop. but was, was unsuccessful, I guess so. The driver has no clue you're back there. No way to see you. Anyway, this guy, Slocum, was taken into custody, booked into the uh, county jail just after 4 a.m. He has since been charged with being intoxicated in public, public joyriding. He pled not guilty to both and was granted a $2,000 bond. He'll walk. He's going to get a slap on the wrist. But how stupid. Anyway, my story. I was in Chicago. I don't know exactly where, but uh, the uh, train rails or whatever were overhead. I was trying to get back on the highway, head back to Arkansas. Pulled up to where the right turn was to get on the interstate. Forget it. Couldn't make that turn. There was concrete barriers and it was too too tight. Too much traffic for me to swing out wide, so pretty obvious. I was going to have to go around the block. I was at a stoplight trying to figure out my options because the last thing I wanted to do was to top my trailer, <laughs> as a lot of people have in Chicago. And while stopped at the stoplight, I had this guy jump on my, uh, jump on my running board. Hey, driver, he says. He says, uh, you trying to get on the highway? I go, yeah. He goes, here, I can, I can direct you here. I'll show you how to do it. Just... Go up here, take a left, take another left, you know, taking me around the block, basically. So we went around the block, pulled back up to the same stoplight. Now I'm right in front of the uh, on-ramp. All I had to do was wait for the light to turn green. And this knucklehead looks at me and he says, okay, give me that $20 you told me you give me for helping you get in, into position. I go, you're nuts. I didn't tell you I'd give you 20 bucks. He goes, yeah, man. You know, he started on that 
stuff. I told him, I said, look, this trunk is going back to Arkansas. It won't be stopping until it gets in Arkansas. If you want to ride to Arkansas, standing there on the steps, the running board there, you just knock yourself out. About that time, a siren went off right next to me. A couple of cops in an unmarked car. <laughs> I took off like a scalded dog. Cop rolled down the window. Was he trying to rob you? No, no, he's just trying to rip me off, scam me. Cop shook his head, kind of grinned, and away I went. But uh, that was my Chicago story. This guy holding on to the back, that had to be a nightmare. If he wasn't drunk, he was probably scared to death anyway, you, you know? All right. Uh, listen, if you are not a subscriber of the FBTV podcast, sure do wish you would. Give us a five-star rating, all that fun stuff. Tell your friends. Yeah, subscribe. And uh, we do this occasionally. Our uh, Q&As. And you'll find some Q&As videos on YouTube as well. But today's a Q&A day. We've got uh, three different people asking about the same thing. So we figured we might knock this out today. James, Tracy, and Zach all pretty much asking the same thing. Talking about uh, becoming a freight agent. Zach, I was starting my own freight broker company and received my MC and DOT as a freight broker company, but I think I better start as a freight broker agent. James, how do I get started as a broker agent? Tracy, is there a class I should take to become a freight broker agent? If so, where? What do you suggest? All right, Zach, James, Tracy, listen up. Now, as many of you already know, I am the lead consultant for Tautoa, T-A-L-T-O-A. You'll find us at T-A-L-T-O-A.com, Tautoa.com. We are a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm. We consult freight brokers, trucking companies, those wishing to start a freight brokerage, those trucking companies wishing to add an additional stream of revenue to their current opera operation by being a freight brokerage. And most trucking companies come to us because they are wanting to obtain their own customer base so they don't have to work with the broker all the time. And that is what a trucking company should be doing. They should have their own customers primarily working with brokers to obtain backhauls. And those wishing to enter the industry as a freight broker agent to come in, become uh, operational as a freight broker agent. Yeah, we train. We train. We train and consult. We have consulting packages that include in-depth, live or on-demand training, hands-on, hands-on with the different tools, programs, software you're going to be using when you become operational. You can even enter our mentorship program. Mentorship program is included with our packages. That's where you can begin your operation as a freight broker agent through Taltoa under our licensed brokerage. You can be in the mentorship program for anywhere from three to 12 months, depending on the package you choose. That allows you to become operational as a freight broker agent allowing you to obtain experience, build a customer base, and when you're ready, you can exit 
to either start your own freight brokerage or maybe contract to another freight broker as an agent. Either way, you're good to go. But after the mentorship program, that's when your consulting period begins. So even though you're not in the mentorship program, even though you're out of training, you're not in the mentorship program, you still have access to all that assistance, all the help, all the support you might need. All you got to do is pick up the phone and call or email your consultant. We recommend to everyone, uh, Zach, <laughs> not picking on you, buddy. You're not the only one. We recommend to everyone start out as an agent. Even if you have experience in the transportation industry, start out as an agent. So you can gain the experience. You can gain a working knowledge of the industry. You can build a customer base. You can build a carrier following. You can get these relationships built up before you take the weight of the world on your shoulders. And what do I mean by the weight of the world? By becoming your own brokerage company, getting your own authority to operate your own freight brokerage. Just makes sense, don't it? Now, Zach, let's talk to you for a moment. How do I change to freight broker agent? You don't have to do anything. Just go out there and contract on as an agent with a brokerage, somebody that will contract you. That's that's how you get, you know. Yeah, you got your MC number, you got your DOT. Uh, I'm guessing your bond, you, you're authorized, you are a legal freight brokerage company. That doesn't mean you have to work your freight brokerage company. You could still go out here and get a contract with a uh, brokerage somewhere. Now, if you're trying to get a contract so you can get the experience, build the customer base, maybe you need training, check us out, Tautoa. Again, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. James, how do I get started as a freight broker agent? Well, you apply to those freight brokerages that you may wish to work for, just like you would any other job. You, you, you make application, you'll be interviewed, and if they decide to put you on contract you as an agent, they will. However, if you have no experience and no customer base, you're going to find that's an uphill battle. Not impossible, but uphill. Again, James, check out our website, taltoa.com. Tracy, is there a class I should take be to become a freight broker agent? If so, where do you suggest? Well, I suggest <laughs> Tautoa, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. Is there a class you should take? No, you do not have to take a class of any kind to work as a freight broker agent. None. However, you're going to find it's hard to get a contract or to to begin working as a freight broker agent if you don't know what you're doing. You have no experience, no book of business. It's going to be hard to uh, get a contract with a brokerage that will give you the opportunity to learn. Again, may I recommend Taltoa. If you are looking to become a freight broker, freight broker agent, maybe you're a trucking company, you're wanting to uh, add an additional stream of revenue to your operation, maybe a freight brokerage so you can start uh, maybe obtaining your own customers so you can uh, direct bill customers direct. Yeah. Check us out. Check us out, Tautoa.com. All right. Nearly 10% of people say that this happens to them 
or just happened, I should say, to them on the first date. We're going to come to that in a minute. That's today's impossible question. What else is going on? In the Did You Know department, 75% of dads say watching cartoons make them feel like a kid again. I won't say makes you feel like a kid again, but I get it. We were uh, we went camping this past weekend, took the RV, the boat, went to the lake. Saturday morning, I was up. Yeah, I get the uh, breakfast duties. Sausage gravy, hash browns, scrambled eggs, bacon, biscuits. Mm-mm. Anyway, while I'm in the uh, RV cooking, TV was on, man. Bugs Bunny, my hero. <laughs> so, yeah, I get that. 75% of dads say watching cartoons make them feel like a kid again. The cartoons we watched when we were kids. You know, I switched channels Saturday morning. And it wasn't like it was when I was a kid. Saturday morning, when I was a kid, you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock, cartoons was on TV, and they stayed on till noon. Not today. I thought that was kind of sad. Now, here's one that threw me in the Did You Know department. About one in eight Americans have broken up with a significant other on New Year's Eve. Huh. New Year's Eve, you, you broke up with each other on New Year's Eve. Why? Somebody else? Huh? Sounds to me like if you're breaking up with a girlfriend or boyfriend on New Year's Eve, there's somebody else that asks you out that you want to start the new year with. It doesn't sound like uh, one of those things that uh, just happened. The average person is likely to spend more than 1,200 hours online every year. That's, uh, that's 100 hours a month. That's a lot of hours. I think I find that kind of low, to be honest with you. Now, here's one. If you barbecue, I guess it can happen. I've not had it happen to me, but knock on wood. A study has identified more than 1,600 injuries every year. From the wire grill brush. How do you use a wire grill brush wrong <laughs> to where you get injured? Let's see. What else? Anything in here? Ah, 62% of people would be unwilling to become a vegetarian if their partner asked. Would you be a vegetarian with me? No. <laughs> I like bacon. I like bacon. Brats, too. Man, there's nothing like a good brat on a charcoal grill. I got my way of doing it. We ought to start a cooking podcast. Cooking with Mike. Yeah, I take my brats, man. Then I put them on the grill, obviously. But also, chop up an onion or slice it. Put in a whole bunch of jalapenos. Salt, pepper, butter. Wrap it up in aluminum foil. Put it out there on the grill. Let it all cook together. Oh, heaven. Okay, in the things you might want to know department, President Biden has supposedly told Al Sharpton that he's running for president in 2024. No official announcement. And uh, why would he tell Al, of all people? Anyway, Cheryl Ladd was the one sent home this week on Dancing with the Stars, if you keep up with that sort of thing. Now, here's some uh, 
Kind of sad news. Raymond Joseph Teller, best known as uh, Teller of Penn and Teller, underwent triple bypass surgery. So uh, their performance has been put on pause. Penn and Teller have performed more than 12,000 shows since the 1975. Prayers and thoughts out to uh, Teller. And there's always this woman, <laughs> this North Carolina woman, who wanted to work for Nike. So she thought it'd be a good idea to send her resume to the Oregon headquarters on a cake. Yeah, resume was printed on the frosting of the cake. No, it doesn't say here if she got a job or not, but the cake resume, it made the news. If you haven't heard Elon Musk... Looks like he's going to be doing the Twitter thing again. If he does, uh, I would imagine that uh, FBTV will be back on Twitter. Now, here's something cool. Target has struck a deal with Tupperware to sell their containers in stores. I like Tupperware. Matter of fact, at the lake, uh, there's some friends of ours up there at the lake camping too this weekend. Planned deal. And they had the old... Tupperware salt and pepper shakers, you know, the tall ones had the cap on top. Man, I'd like to get a, I, we, I need those. Put in the uh, trailer. Those things are ideal, ideal for camping. And in California, as if things aren't weird enough, the governor has signed into law a bill that allows pedestrians to legally jaywalk when it's safe to do so. So I guess if you jaywalk when it wasn't safe to do so, you're going to get hit by a car, plus you're going to get a ticket for jaywalking. No? <laughs> Chinese vase valued at $2,000 sells for almost $8 million after bidding war. Oh, man. Why couldn't this happen to me? An ordinary Chinese vase put up for auction in France and valued at 2000 is sold for almost $8 million. The auction house said it dated from the 20th century. Okay, keep in mind that 1999 was the 20th century and described it as just ordinary. Auctioneers were astonished as the officers, off officers, officer, <laughs> offers, as the offers from about 30 bid, bidders, mainly Chinese, who were convinced it was a rare 18th century artifact kept on bidding. The owner, whose grandmother was a collector, had left the vase to her mother, who then left it to her. She had never even seen the vase that she arranged to be sent to the auction house. Eight million dollars. This family probably thinking about, maybe, you know, if we get, yeah, if we get 1,500, we'll be doing good. Well, probably going to get around six and a half, seven million and speaking of California, Halloween came early to a California highway when a crash involving two trucks caused one of the vehicles to lose its load of candy in the highway. CHP reported that the collision of a tractor trailer and a box truck resulted in a sticky candy mess, but no injuries. Both lanes of the highway were covered with candy. Pictures are on the uh, Instagram account of the CHP if you want to check it out. All right, what else we got? Uh, cookies. We're going to be talking about cookie month.
All right. Cookie month. October's cookie month. There's more going on inside your cookie jar than meets your taste buds. In fact, psychologists have discovered the way your cookie crumbles reveals the flavor of your personalities. That's according to family therapist Jim Franklin. So depending on the type cookie you like best, that that represents your uh, personality type, I guess. Chocolate chip, you're as American as apple pie. Ginger snaps, you're bold, brave, in search of excitement. Graham crackers, you're soft-hearted and kind with a taste for nostalgia. If you like vanilla wafers, you have an uncanny intuitive power that gives you the unique ability to size up a situation or a person with breathtaking accuracy. You like sandwich cookies? Oreos are a sandwich cookie. Whether you eat the cream filling first or dunk them in milk, your choice says you're a creative person with a vivid imagination. Fig Newton's quiet, reserved, and mature. You like sugar cookies? <laughs> you're a nonconformist who believes that variety is the spice of life. Oatmeal, maybe. Oatmeal cookies, your thing. You're down to earth. You're down to earth as a comfy pair of slippers. You're a genius at making others feel loved. <laughs> Little Debbie's a genius. <laughs> shortbread. What is shortbread anyway? I've had it before. You're, you, uh, you present a placid face to the world, but beneath your confacade beats the heart of a passionate romantic. So there you go. Now, you, now, now you've got all the information you need for cookies. All right, going to wrap it up. Let's see here. Today's impossible question. Nearly 10% of people say this has happened to them on a first date. What is it? Their credit card gets declined. Never had that happen to me. That would be embarrassing, though. Hopefully, you got another one to back it up. All right, tomorrow, Thursday. Every Thursday, YouTube will be dropping a topic video. Might be Q&A, maybe something on a specific topic. That'll be coming up tomorrow. Every Tuesday, we have a YouTube video drop. It's our fuel and rates update video. And then Wednesday, of course, the podcast. So listen, go out and have a good Wednesday, unless, of course, you've made other plans. And we will talk soon. See ya. <laughs>